0: Hello, darlings, and welcome to episode eight of the Too Blessed to be Stressed podcast. Today, we're talking all about eating for stress and stress management and who doesn't love talking about food? But I'm mostly excited about the fact that I have so much knowledge to share with you guys. As many of you know, um, my science degree—I majored in physiology—and I've always had this passion on how the body works and how it functions. But it wasn't until I did my health and nutrition coaching course that I really fell in love with looking at how food affects our living, our health and our general being. Because many of us, I think, underestimate the impact that food has on stress and the stress of our body and the way it can inflame our body. So today's episode is about how to eat the right things so that during, I guess, very stressful periods, your body has time to sustain that stress. So Stress, I guess, affects the body by releasing two major hormones, one of them being adrenaline and the other one being cortisol, and they get released from your adrenal glands. For those that don't know where your adrenal glands are, they sit right on top of your kidney. So you have one on each side, one on the right, one on the left. Um, with your adrenals, um, not only do those hormones get increased, but if you're under long periods of stress, you also get an increase in your blood sugar levels, your blood pressure, and also your heartbeat or your heart rate. Um, And that's when your body stays in that fight or flight response. These days, I think our lives are so full on that the adrenals don't actually get any recovery time. And that can be Really difficult for all of us, and we hear more and more about adrenal fatigue, adrenal burnout, um, and how that impacts people's lives. So as time goes on, if your body hasn't had the time to recover and your adrenals haven't had any rest, the amounts of hormones that are released are not the normal levels that would be released in someone who gives their, I guess, body some recovery time, and with these hormones being out of whack, your appetite increases and you start craving all those foods that aren't very good for your body. Um, however, if you give your adrenal some time to recover and you eat the right stuff, that actually helps the physiological changes that are caused by stress. And really your adrenal function is significantly um, influenced by the recovery time that you give them. Um, And one of the biggest issues that happens when you have adrenal um, problems is that your blood sugar is out of whack and we really need to work to stabilize that blood sugar for the rest of your body to function properly and for your weight to stay the same and for you to have that weight maintenance. So let's look at some food that not only support your adrenals, but also support um, the physiological changes that happen to you during stressful times, the main thing that we really want to focus on is consuming foods that are high in vitamin C, vitamin B, and magnesium, which is actually not a vitamin, but it's a mineral. Both magnesium and B vitamins in particular deplete during stress, and so many of us women in particular, because we're probably not very good at resting, I know I'm not, I really have to force myself to do it sometimes, but so many of us are walking um, and our magnesium levels are depleted. and some of the symptoms that you see in people that ha- are depleted in magnesium is fatigue, um anxiety, insomnia. Um, and I guess it's not something I guess your magnesium levels aren't something that people test for. It's usually not till you go to a naturopath that they look at those levels. Um, and vitamin C helps make cortisol, and vitamin B helps support their adrenals and their hormone production. So all those vitamins and minerals work together to help control um your hormone release in your body. So the first, I guess, superfood that I want to talk about are bananas. Um, I have a banana every day. They are fantastic. They're loaded with potassium, magnesium, and are really rich in vitamin B, which helps with the function of our nervous system, and it decreases and fights fatigue. Oranges are filled with vitamin C, and I feel like when the warmer months come in, um, I love a good citrus food, Um, but they definitely decrease your cortisol levels and therefore decrease the stress that happens in your body. Green leafy foods. Um, For me, a green smoothie is my non-negotiable. I have this every single day and it doesn't mean that you have to just fill it with veggies. You can put some fruit in there as well. And if you're struggling with recipes, please reach out. I'm more than happy to help. I've got heaps. Um, But those green leafy foods, which are so rich in stress-busting magnesium and also help regulate cortisol and blood pressure are so, so important. Um, I guess magnesium is so easily flushed out, um, particularly when we're stressed, that it really needs to be replenished. Berries are my favorite, uh, are aren't berries the best, um, particularly blueberries help reduce blood sugar spikes, which means that we don't get those cravings at 3 p.m. Um, and it's usually when you have all those sweet things for a pick me up that you get this imbalance in that sugar spike and you end up craving more of those foods that aren't good for you whole grain carbs are the next thing. And I know there's been a huge movement not to have carbs, but you definitely need the right types of carbs in your diet. They are there for energy. They are there to keep your body going during the day, and they are there to stop you from snacking on things you shouldn't be snacking for. Um, But mainly whole grain carbohydrates increase your serotonin, which actually boosts your mood. It increases your concentration, making you more productive for the day. Nuts are another thing. They are so satisfying and are so great for when snacking between meals, as long as you're not having huge quantities of them, because in huge quantities, they do result in a little bit of weight gain, and sometimes it is easy to just start and keep going with them. Um, Fish and omega-based foods are so important. They help reduce inflammation and have actually been proven to decrease your anxiety so foods like fish, obviously salmon, but avocado, if you don't eat fish, um, avocado is that healthy fat that helps support your brain function and actually helps with sugar cravings that you may have during the day. The other tip that I have is eating warm stews, soups, um, and curries. They are so satisfying, particularly in winter when we are I guess, a little bit prone to weight gain and eating a little bit more. They definitely help your gut absorb your nutrients a lot better and they nourish your whole body, but also all those important tissues that are within your body. Herbal teas are like my favorite. Teas are just the best. I drink tea with my best friend all the time. She's a massive tea drinker, but it promotes that relaxing effect on your body and it assists in rewiring your body when it comes to a stress response. And it genuinely just helps make you feel good. um, And it does promote that release of dopamine and serotonin, which everyone needs. So let's now get into the foods that we shouldn't have. And I'm already cringing at this, but to be honest, when I wasn't well, um, I cut out all these things. um, And I think Particularly if you are, I guess, battling an autoimmune disorder or if you're really struggling with your health right now, you don't want to be adding any more fuel to the fire. Really focus on just eating as well as you possibly can um, because you don't want to, I guess put your body into more inflammation that it's already under, um, whether you're unwell or whether you're going through a super stressful period in your life. So alcohol is the first one, and I guess it's a bit of a no-brainer, but it causes inflammation all around the body and it is actually responsible for so many chronic diseases. Um, and I guess coming into the festive season, this can be really hard to say no to alcohol, but I guess if you try something a little bit different, I recently just started drinking organic wine. Um, it's still alcohol, but it's definitely better and has less of those yucky preservatives that are in normal wine. Um, coffee. I love a good coffee. I'm not going to lie. Um, and there have been a lot of studies to, um, I guess, show the benefits of coffee. And I actually did an experiment when I was um, studying physiology about how caffeine impacts sport performance. Um, and it definitely um, has a positive impact on that. But I guess it's looking more about the quantity of how many coffees you're having a day and um, I usually now have one, uh, and I do definitely feel that during stressful times I have more than one, but it can make you a little bit jittery and a little bit wired. So really watch that caffeine intake. Um, I'll never forget this is totally off topic, but when I was doing my science degree, our statistics lecture, I used to drink 10. Um, and I remember going, I never want it to be me, but, um, you know, obviously it worked for him. He was a statistics lecturer um, and obviously it worked for him in some form, but I guess just looking at how much you're having of it. And the next thing is sugar. And again, sugar just is such a big source of obesity, um, diabetes, a lot of chronic type um, diseases, and whenever you have, I guess, non-natural sugar, you get this massive spike of energy. But just as quickly as that spike comes up, you literally crash back down. And again, that spike causes you to have more of the bad stuff. And it, it is super addictive. I mean, there's—I don't have to really go through the studies, but there's been loads of studies to say how addictive sugar is, and. Um, I think many of us, I mean, some of us are real sugar people, but some of us are more savoury people, but really watching how much sugar you're having, and it really should mostly be natural sugar um, that you're having. So that's it for today's episode. If you have any comments or you have any questions, please let me know. Um, Like I said, I definitely want these um, episodes to be nice and quick and concise. Um, So if you have any further questions, or if you want to know more about any of the topics, please reach out to me. And remember, life is for living, not for stressing. You are too blessed to be stressed. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you have loved and enjoyed today's podcast, then please share it with your friends and family. If you have any comments or would like to reach out, you can find me on Instagram at Wellness. See you soon for the next episode of Too Blessed to be Stressed.